I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Welcome back. This is part two of a discussion about criticism and feedback. I'm joined by the amazing Oti Mabusi and the stupendous Vernon Kate. I could have used negative words there, but I haven't. But do you think, I know we have, we have to make generalisations of the nature of the show, so try not to feel too uncomfortable. But do you think, broadly speaking, when it comes to giving criticism and feedback, women are slightly better at getting to the point? Is there no difference at all? Or do you think men are better at giving a blunt, that was shit, you need to change it? Just all relationships I've ever had with any woman <laughs> have not struggled to tell me what I'm doing wrong. I'm yet to encounter one. Uh but I, whenever I'm trying to say to Lindsay, you might want to do something different, I tread carefully. You know, like a stick going through a Cambodian minefield. Just press that, make sure it doesn't explode first. Okay, that dress isn't right for you. Shrapnel. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what? There's this saying that uh, it says, honesty delivered without compassion is just brutality. I think mm. I think women are able to tell you what they think but there is an element of compassion in it so it's not as brutal so i do feel like in it with that element of just having a little bit more compassion and empathy of what's happening say if it's a mom trying to criticize a baby they would have a bit of compassion i don't know if they would do it better i don't know if men would actually say it they'll just let it happen and then you'll figure it out Men are better at softening feedback, not because we're more emotionally just, intelligent. But yeah, you just let it happen. <laughs> okay. Yeah. No, I agree. I agree. It's, and, and also, Russell, we're not stupid. Speak for yourself. Wait, you I know. want to say. Uh, <laughs> How dare but, you? But you're right. You, 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 want, you, you have to pick your moments. That's the best way to describe it. You pick your moments. You know, if it's happy, happy, smiley, smiley day, then yeah, maybe say, what about this? But if it's one of those days that we mentioned earlier, OT, then you just save it a week. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I think you've really got to pick your moments. But also, I think it's only fair in in the relationship because if you do, if you are overconfident and you do feel that you do have the ability within your relationship to keep bombarding your partner with criticism, not criticism, suggestions. Treading lightly gets you an extra point during a criticism. Well, yeah. And then (laughs) judgment. Yeah. And and it's like, well, I'll help you with some more English words. (laughs) See, I'm treading. Calling me out. I'm treading lightly, Oti. Bothering me. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So, so, uh, yeah, I, 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 I just think the time is, you know when the time is right. 
You absolutely do know when the time is right. It's that simple. But I don't know about you guys. Do you feel, or maybe, I don't know, there are a lot more, within friends, group of friends, there are a lot less, or a lot more arguments within female friends than male friends because of just, I'm going to say my opinion. And men don't say their opinion, so therefore there's never a fight where women are like, I don't like her shoes. And then I think that's that honesty can cause sometimes a bit of of tension. So me and Lindsay have this heated discussion all the time and I'm married to a northern woman so there is no discussion or heated see I'm going to tread lightly there that's where I go and uh, li- and and Lindsay Lindsay always says but that's why that's why you know you and your family you don't you should just me and my mum just tell each other how we feel straight away you should just say it and I'm like no not always mm. sometimes there's a bit of diplomacy you don't need to put the gunships in front of Jersey just because <laughs> someone's caught a bitch, right we've learned that in the last week Whereas, for example, say say my mother-in-law, this is not a real example, Yvonne, if you're listening, she'll be like, right, Debbie's Debbie's coming over. And we're like, just don't don't say anything, Yvonne. It was a small thing. It's not worth criticising. I'm not going to say anything. I'll keep it to myself. Debbie walks in. You bitch, you're bending my ass. She She won't even be in through the door. And also, if guys do do that, Vernon, if you do say to one of the lads, and grab his belly and wobble it and accidentally hurt his feelings, fuck, men are just better at going, oh, shut up, I've been a cunt, give me a hug, sort it, pints. We can quit, we, we're willing to throw it in. Whether the guy's still hurting on the quiet, who knows? Probably yes, but we're less willing to show it. Yeah, but I also think that, that lads are very, very good at judging a situation, at preempting the reaction of a pal. Like, we know... You mentioned earlier on, yeah, banter, banter, banter when we're in the pub, but we know where the line is. All right, it's Mm -hmm. a very, 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 very thin line amongst your tight group of friends, you know, in in your top five groups of mates uh, when they get together. It's a very, very fine line, but you go there because you know it'll be, ah, mate, wait, wait. And like, yeah, all right, you got me, brilliant. Couple of pints, forgotten about. But I think when it comes to personal issues, that's when the individual conversations take place. That's when you step aside, you leave the pub, or you go round to your mate's house, they welcome you in, you don't have a beer, you have a cup of tea or a coffee, and you sit and you chat. And I've and I've been uh, in those situations where I've had phone calls and look, can we have a chat? I'm like, yeah, no problem. And we just go around, you have a cup of tea. Whereas when it's in the pub, you can really stick the knife in because you know it's not going to affect them. It's all a bit of fun. And I, and I think that's the, 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 the difference between when a guy reaches out, you know it's serious. Yeah, you know it's serious. When a guy throws a little bit of banter and a little bit of personal grief your way, it's nothing serious because you're in that bond. But when he asks for help, you know it's one hundred percent time to react. I want to speak a bit about positivity and confidence because um, the next generation that's coming through. Oh, you don't have kids, do you? I'm pretty sure you don't have children. Um, but this generation's no, coming no. through, and I know your your kids are a little bit old now, aren't they? Ben? How old are your children? Sixteen and eleven. Right. So. But my daughter's five, and so mm. everything's going on at the nursery. And I've noticed there's this culture of we don't say no, we just say stop, or or, or that why we yes. say we identify with the feeling and say why it might be dangerous. The shittest painting, which could be like dog poop daubed on a paper, is a work of masterful art put on the fridge and praised. <laughs> Great, I understand the positivity movement, and I know some people live it. But are we going to lose? great thinkers are we going to lose great artists because surely part of development is 
having negative feedback. We can't protect children from negative feedback. We can't protect people. You can't protect dancers from negative feedback. If we suddenly go, this is the positive dance school, guys. No one says anything negative to anyone. It's like, great, I've got pigeon toes till I retire. Yeah. Do you know what I think? I think with that, because we had that in Germany. I lived in Germany for some time when I was teaching young kids. You're not allowed to say no or you can't do something. And they say that's because you, you change their perception and perspective on things. So a lot of the time people box themselves because they've constantly heard no from other people already. So if you take the element of saying no to them, they will generally think that anything's possible. So the ability to think that anything is possible will be there. They might even be even greater thinkers because they don't think that there's a limit. There is no limit when you haven't heard no before. And that's, I think, why they encourage the word no. I say no all the time that being said. Of course. I'm, I'm, I'm in two minds. Obviously, I've got this little five-year-old girl who thinks she can do anything. Yeah. But part of me wants to tell her, actually, there's some things you're not going to be able to do. Toughen up. Yeah. Get ready. You can attempt to do anything. You can attempt to do anything. You cannot do anything. And that, for me, is the slide into this American wavy, flaccid, limp, not ready for life positivity. You need a little bit of, that's a great drawing, but I wouldn't have done that. You could have done this better, surely. Maybe not at five, a bit, a bit cruel. She's only just yeah. holding a pen. <laughs> what do you think of, of all this? We don't just have to focus on children. I mean, you, you're seeing it in the workplace as well. Hey, Brad, I see where you're going. This is what I would have done, where it's just simple to go, Brad, it's shit, do it again. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think co constructive criticism is always always really important. You know, if if you've got someone who you know in the workplace is just a little bit of an arsehole <laughs> and they like to be negative and down on everything, then you avoid that person. You naturally do. You kind of think, oh, I'm not going to go over there because that person's there and it's going to be a conversation about X, Y, and Z. But if someone says something and they back it up with, hey, I think you should do... Like, one of my go-to... Everyone's got a go-to person in telly. And one of my go-to producers is a guy who I worked with many, many years ago on, an, on a BBC Two show called Head Jam. I think, Russell, you might have been a guest on it. I'm not too sure. Maybe. Head Jam. Uh, head Jam, yeah. And he was a producer who, who would say, oh, Vernon, that was a brilliant show. That was up there. You know, it was fantastic. And then he'd say, do you know what? That could have been better. It could have been better. And he wouldn't leave the room. We'd sit down and we'd deconstruct what we'd just seen. I love that. And we'd say, that could have been better because of X, Y, Z, A, B, and C. And I don't think... And please excuse me, anyone who's listening, if I'm wrong, but I don't think there are enough producers like that Agreed. who would say to all the leading talent that we see on television, do you know what? Let's say, for example, off the top of my head, Jonathan Ross, that interview could have been a lot better if we'd have mm -hmm. done A, B, and C. Mm -hmm. You know, And it's very rare that uh, the more shows you do, the more successful you become, the less you get produced because mm -hmm. people think you can do it. But there's a, well, it's, a constant it's worse than that, isn't it? It's like yes men surround you because they're in your pay sort of thing. I mean, I, I've been... What... Which I don't understand, Russell, because uh, television is, is an industry where uh, it's constantly being fed with new talent, new producers, new writers, new runners, new researchers, new execs, new cameramen, new camerawomen. You know, there's a whole constant influx of new talent arriving in television. So why not learn what got them into this position? Why mm. not learn from them instead of me still kind of hanging on to T4 in 2003. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST, and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. So it, I think it's really important to constantly learn, learn. and grow and feel and, and kind of take in as much as you can. I, I do an, and, and to me, that is constructive criticism. Absolutely. I do another, another series called Evil Genius um, for Radio 4. And what went wrong with a lot of these people, like Whitney Houston, for example, is no one around them was strong enough in saying, you fucking idiot, you're really screwing things up. And I think the the more successful you become, the more scared yeah. people are to say that. Another, if you if you listeners, but also you, Russell, let yep. me let me stop you there. I think the more successful you could become, you don't realise how more reliant you are on those people Absolutely. for them to tell you stop mm. being a dick. Mm. Um, if you mm. only take two books away from listening to the whole series, listeners read "Surrounded by Idiots." It's not some specialist book. It was in the number one. You'd seen it in W. H. Smith every time you walked in. And the other book that will change your life in regards to the subject we're talking about today was also at the number one spot. Matthew Syed, very clever man, wrote a book called "Black Box Thinking." Now I hear what you're saying, Otie. Anything's possible. Don't say no. No, do you um, not? No, I, I, I was talking in terms of kids, but I do agree. The, yeah, yeah kids, I do kids. generally. But, but it's, it's out there in the wider sphere. So the, give me give you the example. The, the, I can sum up the whole book book in a paragraph. The reason there are so few plane crashes is because a black box exists. And if a plane goes down, whatever is in that black box, no one's prosecuted, no one goes to prison, no one gets in trouble, there's no hard feelings, there's no recriminations, because whatever's in that black box is put into the whole of world aviation and every plane does it from that day forward. Hence, we hardly have any aviation disasters. On the surgery table, people die every day in the richest countries and poshest hospitals in the world. Why? Because there's no black box thinking, no one will tell a surgeon they're wrong and a surgeon would never volunteer any mistakes and there's no critical feedback loop. Uh, go the more critical feedback you get the better you become so it's about how much yeah. you tolerate and how much you can grow this is why i think positivity can be mm. dangerous if you don't have people around you who can be genuine and honest with you that could be dangerous and if you let the industry kind of get into your head and get to you and you stop hyping yourself and thinking that you're bigger than what you actually are and start disrespecting other people and if you don't have the right people around you in in your mm-hmm. in your circle of friends or actually your 
people that work for you as well to tell you that's not cool that's not okay but in terms of the mentality of not hearing no it 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 kind of, i think it makes you think better it makes you think better because there are no mental boundaries but when you disrespect people of course the people that you keep around you should be able to say no and i think we see that a lot with with singers they have all these entourages around them and artists they have like 50 10 groups of people wherever they go and they're all there to say yes you look beautiful you're singing amazing and that's why some of them make such great mistakes it's it's just the people that you keep close to you need to have your best interest in heart, not care about the paycheck that you give you, them all. You see it very literally with stand-ups. I'm, I'm obviously not thinking of any specific stand-ups here, uh, fellow stand-ups. But they get to a point where their own audience becomes those yes people. I mean, I get it myself when I'm on tour. So I walk on, hey, look, his hands at the side. People are laughing because I've waved from behind. Literally, I'll do a, like, a cheeky wave behind the curtain. And people are taking pictures. Hey, fucking wave. What a legend. Oh, he's touching the mic stand. What a legend. How the hell am I supposed to know if that hour of stand-up is truly great or it's just a bunch of people that like me? I know with stand-up, a bit of it is liking the person. But I can't, a lot of it is, but I can't judge the other 20% of the material. So what I do to do that is down seasons, like now where I'm not touring, I go to clubs, unbilled, unadvertised, no one expecting me. So I know it's a random collection of people. Some of them will think I'm the bollocks. Some won't know who I am. Some will dislike me. And I only play to the second two groups because there's no other way of getting a genuine black box thinking feedback. Do, do you think that's the same with social media? Like Instagram is is all the positive yes one and then Twitter is yeah. like the no, yeah. we hate you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And Facebook yeah, is just there not giving any opinion, just being lovely. <laughs> but also in, in relationships as well, don't you think it's important? I mean, I've married a girl from Manchester, so I've Fucking, do you know what I mean? I, like, this is the daily audit of everything. Um, but it's important to have a, a woman or a man that can keep you on your toes and is going to give you that critical thinking. You see it all the time. We know those couples with the sort of twitchy yes wife. Yes, dear, you're wonderful, darling. And the guy's just growing into a pig or he's rude. And we see, you see it the other way around as well. Some hempecked bloke with a woman. He's not giving her the feedback to grow. It's dangerous, isn't it? You need criticism. Yeah, I, and, and, and you know, well, as you were saying that, Russell, I've... Uh, since I've been sat here, Tessa's bought me two cups of tea and she's told the gardener to stop mowing the lawn. So it's kind of, <laughs> you kind of work in tandem, don't you? And and I think it's it's that relationship that, that enables you to be strong to say, oh, that didn't go too well there, did it? You know, and, and during uh, Strictly, for example, we're, we're constantly communicating with each other, talking about the show and, and saying, oh, you look wonderful, you look beautiful tonight, baby. You know, and, and it's, I think it's, it, it's all about the strength of your relationship, isn't it? it? It's how confident you are to say, all right, stop. Not too sure about X, Y, or Z. Should we have a chat about it? Should we leave it? Should we move on? Do you know what I mean? It's all, it's all about your, the strength in your, your, your partnership. Will we ever get to a place where I can tell Lindsay, that dress doesn't look right, please change it? Because Lindsay, she will do not fucking hesitate the jeans, what, what are you, 12? Why are you wearing a 12-year-old boy's tight jeans? And I'll be told to change. Uh, you, you're a fake tan, you put too much on, you look orange. She'll just tell me, uh, please don't put a streak in your hair, you look like a belly. That's what she said when we first met. I had spiky hair with a streak, streak in. She went, you're a good-looking lad, why are you making yourself look like a tit? And I just changed it. There's no, But if I was to even, if Lindsay was like doing the slow-motion hair swish, and I was like, oh, God, those shoes don't go with that dress, 
I would never mean. I would let her wear lime green shoes with a red dress. Actually, that does match. So bad example. Really, I but, think uh, I think if it's coming from you, like I said, it's it's the sauce. It's all about the sauce. If it's coming from yeah, you, yeah, but if it's not salt, uh, come on, Oti. If it's not salt, if you've not salted, if you're doing fucking swishing coming down the stairs, and you're like, let's go, babe, and he goes before we go. I need to say something. Come on. My my husband would say that to me. He'd be like, I don't, I don't, I don't know why you look like that. Sometimes he'll 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 say you look like. He's like, I don't. Yeah, he'll say it. He's like, I don't know why you look like that. That's you don't. It doesn't work. It doesn't work for your body. And if he says it, <gasps> I will go. Yeah, but not in a bad way. Sometimes it's too much. In in the in the, in the best way possible. Or wear a brighter color. Or that's not bright enough. He will say it. And because it's him, I will take it on. And I'll respect Well, it. even if you haven't asked for his opinion, he'd be able to say that and it wouldn't cause a row. I, uh, no, n- let me see. I've never known. Let me see. Let me see. No, but I will always ask for his opinion, I guess. Ah, so the permission, yeah. permission granted for okay, feedback. Okay, so, oh, yeah. I would always, you'd exactly, ne- no, exactly you'd exactly never, you'd never say it. You'd never say it. This is what I'm talking I, about, I hope, ladies. I, I hope it doesn't change. I, I like it. I, I think, I think, I think it's all part of that strength of your relationship, which I referred to before, because, you know, women like to feel empowered. Women like to feel confident. They like to 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 walk with their shoulders back and their chins up, you know. And I think if a guy was to dismantle that, I don't think it, that relationship between male and female would work. I, I, I don't think it would. I think... I kind of like it as it is, you know. Vernon, think... what if the shoe doesn't match? It genuinely doesn't match the dress. No, I, I don't mind saying that. I honestly because even test if, you've not, if you've not been asked, you would say. Even if I've not been asked, I would say test that doesn't go. It, it doesn't yeah. go. It doesn't yeah. work right. Fair and play. we know yeah. we know what we're like. And because it's it's you, yeah. And it's because it's you. Tess yeah. will be like, he's right. I'll yeah. take it yeah. off. Yeah, and, and we, get we have we else. have. Oh, trust me. Like pre, you know these big events, the awards shows. We're always communicating like about what we're wearing. Oh, don't wear that tie, it doesn't go. Don't wear a tie, it doesn't match the jacket. Change your shoes. And I'm like, oh yeah, handbags looks a bit, you know, it's always, I think that's the exciting thing about being in a relationship is making sure that you're both feeling confident before you step out the front door. I love that. And and one thing where I think it's really important that you do communicate positively and negative is the way that you bring up your kids. I think that's that's the the perfect coming together of of, uh, both partners communicating with their opinions to make sure that the kids do things correctly. And I'm not saying right or wrong, I'm just mm. saying correctly. So if Russell, if you go missing, we know that's the first time you gave Lindsay her, your <laughs> no, opinion. But what I did, <laughs> if I do Gamblet, so I'd say, say to Lindsay, so for example, we were going out and she had dung, dungarees on. And I, that just looks a bit, and I, it was one of those days. Oh, I'd bring her up and tell her, Lindsay, get back in the house. <laughs> ironic trendy dungarees and it's one of those nights where you just you want to just feel sexy because you want to you know you want the magic to happen later on and I'm I'm literally that because we've got I just don't like things that are a bit kiddie looking it grosses me out like with the things that are a bit cutesy I thought I'm gonna have to say something otherwise I'm not gonna be flirting in the correct manner all night so I said it and it was exactly as you said I thought yeah really babe I get changed but every now and again There'll be a well. I'll never fucking wear dungarees <laughs> because some dungarees have come up on the TV. So it just comes back out. Like, <laughs> a little bit of lava just comes out and burns. I told you, 1978. <laughs> that sentence you made. She will always remember it. There you go. Right. Let's uh, let's wrap up. I won't keep any longer. Um, what can I say? Thank you so much to Vernon Kay and Oti Mabusi. Amazing guests. If you've come here because you're fans of these guys, please subscribe. Unless you don't like the show, in which case, troll, leave a one-star review, leave any vile remark you want. 
We know I read all of them and then we'll change accordingly. Um, but really, I don't even know what the show's about. I just want to have fun, really, and mess about. Uh, <laughs> thank you very much. I've been Russell Kane. Goodbye. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 